The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. And you're listening to KIOF-LP, 97.9 FM, Las Vegas. This is Las Vegas Public Radio, broadcasting around the corner from the Fremont Street Experience, in fabulous downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. The following show you are about to listen to on KIOF-97.9 FM, Las Vegas Public Radio was previously recorded live. The views and opinions expressed on all shows broadcast on KIOF 97.9 FM are entirely those of the hosts, guests and callers, who are entirely responsible for all show content, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of KIOF 97.9 FM, Las Vegas Public Radio or its staff. These broadcasts are presented and made public as entertainment, in the hope that they will be entertaining to the audience. Enjoy the show. April 1st. Now, there is a lot to go over over the past 48 hours, 72 hours, 96 hours. However, MLB is supposed to be kicking off right now. The MLB season would have already been going into full full effect. However, because of the pandemic and because of everything that is going on, we are not able to get baseball. We do not have the luxury 
of sitting down on our couch, grabbing our popcorn, and watching a baseball game. Out there in Chicago, Wrigley Field, there's a team that a couple of years ago was at the top. They had won a championship. And no, we're not talking about the White so We're talking about the Chicago Cubs. We've done this on with the New York Mets. We've done this with the Los Angeles Angels. It's fair that we keep going. Chicago Cubs, they have a captain, or an unofficial captain, because captains are a technically not a thing in baseball anymore. But their captain, the leader of the locker room, is Anthony Rizzo. Anthony Rizzo has been their first baseman for a little under a decade. He has been there through the, through the rebuild to winning a championship, now back to where they are, which is average to above average. Second base, they've got a rookie, a top prospect, and they have Jason Kipnis, who is no longer the Jason Kipnis that he was in Cleveland. He is not that guy anymore. He is essentially the Ben Zorbist replacement. They swap Zorbis out with Kipnis and they replace Addison Russell with the rookie. Javi Baez, one of the best defensive players in baseball. His glove, top five in the league. Is on the cover of the new MLB The Show video game. Just bring that up so that way... I can mention MLB The Show, one of the best video games out there on the market. Third base, however, has been a cause of concern for Chicago Cubs fans and for the Chicago Cubs management. Chris Bryant, the former Rookie of the Year, former MVP, former top prospect, he tried to sue the Cubs this past offseason, and he lost. He lost his case, and because of that, he gets one more year of arbitration. Okay, One more year of the Cubs having his rights. There was discussion of Chris Bryant being traded to the Kansas City Royals, being dealt to the San Diego Padres. Thankfully, those discussions went cold very quickly. However, your host, Kelly Rocco here, did say that if Chris Bryant did get traded, the Cubs would be fine. Why is that? Why do you say the Cubs would be fine? They got David Bodie. He has been, over the past year and a half, one of the most dependable players on the Cubs organization, and they use him as a filler, as a guy that can come in when Bryant needs a day off, when the second base has injuries, they can put him in there as well. He is the bench rotation guy, and there's nothing wrong with that in baseball, okay? Not everybody can be a starter. Not everybody can be a superstar, you have to have those bench guys. However, with his talent and his production level and his wins above replacement, him not being in the starting lineup is a shame. The Cubs, 
if they would have pulled the trigger on the Kansas City Royals deal, let me get back to this in a second. If Chris Bryant this offseason would have been dealt to Kansas City as proposed, Bodie would have immediately become the starting third baseman on that team. The Royals would have another former Chicago Cub in their starting lineup. That deal would have been perfect. Not saying this because I'm a Cubs fan. I'm saying this as a baseball fan. Chris Bryant leaving the Cubs organization, it is time for it to happen. Really surprised it did not happen this year, but it's going to happen eventually. Less than a 20% chance that Chris Bryant stays with the Cubs organization after this year. Very slim, unless they give him this big contract, this big $160 million plus deal to stay in Chicago. I don't see it. The outfield has been shaky with the Cubs organization the past three years. Kyle Schwarber does not belong in the National League. Yes, with the with the designated coming in very soon, this is going to change this argument. But with the designated hitter in the American League, all these hitter-friendly ballparks that are in the American League, Kyle Schwarber should be there. Cubs fans have stated this for the longest time. He is not an outfielder, not a left fielder. He started his career at catcher. They moved him to the outfield because Contreras and Ross were there at the same time, alongside Miguel Montero. He is a very good hitter, and you put him in the right spot in the lineup, and he will get you exactly what you are looking for. However, if you put him in the wrong spot, you put him out in outfield, and you have him start every single game, that is not who Kyle Schwarber is. He should go to, funny enough, Kansas City, or maybe go to Los Angeles Angels. They love to get outfielders for some reason. Have him go there where he could essentially go to a league that the designated hitter is prominent, and he would be of use there. Albert Almora, Ian Happ, I'm not going to get into that. They're the interchanging duo at center field. Jason Hayward's contract is awful. I don't care about the speech he did in the World Series in 2016. That was great for that year. But his hitting has not not improved as much as it needed. He's a gold glove winner, and he has a great glove in right field. But you don't pay a guy $184 million a great glove. You've got to hit as well. The main cause of concern for the Cubs, and Cubs fans who are listening right now, you are going to completely agree with me on this because it's facts. The bullpen has been their Achilles, they've been their Achilles heel for the past two seasons. And they did nothing to help with the bullpen. People are going to make the argument that when they lost Chapman, that's when their bullpen suffered. Arodis Chapman is a guy who blows games late. When it matters, I'm stating this for the record, when it matters the most, he is going to choke. When you are in the ninth inning, you're up by three runs, yeah, bring him in. He'll get the job done. 
If you're up by one run and it's the ninth inning and you need three outs and it's against a team that's not battling for the playoff spot, it's a very meaningless game in terms of playoff position, bring in Chapman. But when Chapman is in the bottom of the ninth and it's the ALCS or it's the World Series, it's game seven, do not bring in Chapman because he's going to blow it. He did it with the Cubs. And, hey, Yankees fans who are listening, he did it to you, too, last year. Shout out to Jose Altuve. The bullpen has been lacking. They lose one of their very good relievers to the opposite side of Chicago. He goes sign with the White Sox. Good luck to him. Pedro Strope, he leaves. He goes to the Reds. He was one of their mainstays of the bullpen. Not that I liked it, but he was one of those mainstays. They don't have a solid closer. And before anybody says anything, no, Craig Kimbrell is not the answer. Kimbrell was great with the Atlanta Braves, and that was nearly five years ago. He was a shutdown closer in Atlanta. That was his spot. It was great for him. He's five years older. He won a World Series in Boston, but he almost blew that as well. Go back and watch the tape. He nearly blew the chances of the Red Sox winning the World Series in that last game. Understand that you paid Kimbrell halfway through a season to a multi-year deal. This is The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly, and we'll be back after this. Las Vegas Public Radio Station, KIOF 97.9 FM, is an official radio station for emergency information in Las Vegas. During an actual emergency, tune your radio to KIOF 97.9 FM for official up-to-the-minute information from the city of Las Vegas. A call or click away keeps you in play night and day. Are you with us? Hi, this is Paul. And this is Dean. From the Paul and Dean Show, listen to the Paul and Dean. A lot of us are looking for ways to start our day feeling more joy and appreciation. And while some of us write gratitude lists or do yoga, others pour themselves a bowl of their favorite cereal, Honey Nut Cheerios. Because not only are Honey Nut Cheerios delicious, they can help lower cholesterol as part of a heart-healthy diet. So maybe the secret to a great mood all day is a little yoga. Then writing your gratitude list over a bowl of Honey Nut Cheerios. Learn more about a heart-healthy lifestyle at Cheerios.com. 
Acting Show live every Saturday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Right here on KIOFLP 97.9 FM. Las Vegas Public Radio, broadcasting around the corner from the Fremont Street Experience. In fabulous downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. Hi, I'm Aaron Clemens, inviting you to ride with the CNC Auto Show. Co-host John Ryan Mooney and I are two real-life, in-the-shop ASC-certified technicians that ride with you each week and answer automotive questions, share tips, and have some fun as we ride. Our goal is to give you information on ways to make your car, truck, or SUV safer, more dependable, and to make it last longer for less money. The CNC Auto Show cranks up on Saturdays from 8 a.m. till 10 a.m. We'll meet you right here at Magic 97.9 FM KIOF Las Vegas. Hi everyone, I'm Craig Orndorff. On the next Seems Like Old Times, a little something different. We're going to suspend the countdown portion of the show this weekend and have two themes. In the first hour, April songs. And then in hour number two, a second go around with lady songs. April ladies. Seems Like Old Times can be heard each Sunday night from 8 to 10 p.m. Right here on Magic 97.9 FM, KIOF, Las Vegas. Welcome back to The Sports Angle with your host, Rocco Kelly. And thanks for listening on KIOF 97.9 Las Vegas Public Radio.org and WIRB. Now, I'd like to introduce a man with lots of charm, talent, and wit. But unfortunately, we've got Rocco Kelly. Continuing on the theme of Chicago. Look, as a Cubs fan, I could discuss the Cubs all day long. I could do a full hour just on the Cubs, and I could beat them to death, but that's not what the show's about. However, in the NBA, back in the 80s and 90s, the Chicago Bulls had a legend, had one of the greatest players in NBA history, and that was Michael Jordan. However, just because he is one of the greatest of all time doesn't mean that you need to go overboard with his legacy. Yes, folks, there's a certain four-letter network out there who decided that it would be a great time during this pandemic to release a 10-part documentary about Michael Jordan. Not one, not two, not three, four, five, six, seven, eight, or nine. No, 10-part documentary. And the sad part about all of this is they're an hour each. So you're just going to be a full 10 hours of nothing but Michael Jordan. No doubt in my mind that that four-letter network will do this with LeBron James when he eventually retires. No doubt in my mind. You agree with that, right? Like for all the people who are listening on AMP TV, double A-M-P dot TV, if the four-letter network gives Michael Jordan a 10-part 10-hour documentary, you know they're going to do it for LeBron James eventually when his time comes to an end. You, you know it. 
it's a part that I understand that unfortunately who really asked for this though I want to ask everybody and I mean everyone who asked for a 10-part documentary on Michael Jordan more importantly who asked for a 10-part documentary on any player in existence the 3430 that ESPN does I actually will give them credit and yes I did say their name for the first time in a long time on the show the series that they do which is an hour and a half maybe two hours is excellent I give them a lot of praise and I applaud them for it. However, 10 hours, 10 parts about how he was going to go chase his sixth and final championship is absurd. No one in history deserves a 10 part documentary on themselves. Or, importantly, no one in the world should have a 10-part documentary put about them. If it was a team, I would somewhat say maybe, maybe you could say that it was allowed. But not on a player, not on a guy who going through his entire career, yes, he is one of the greatest of all time. He went six for six. He won multiple MVPs. I get it. But focus on what we're talking about right now. He does not need a 10-part documentary. What this screams to me, and what it screams to everybody who should be listening right now, is that they are so desperate for content that that four-letter network is so incredibly bored that they need to fill a time slot that they have multiple hours of content that are being missed right now. So they are digging their heels, they're panicking, they're hitting the red button, and they're saying, hey, we need to fill this time, what can we do? Wait, what? You already have a, you already have a documentary that's been being made for years? Great, we'll take it. Please tell me that is not what you think as well. That LeBron... They're going to do this for LeBron. I already guarantee it. Like I said earlier in the segment, they're going to do it for LeBron. But let's focus for Michael Jordan. Why now? And more importantly, they also said they pushed up the release date for this documentary, which means they were not planning on releasing this yet. But because of this pandemic, they have pushed it forward. You believe that as well? Yeah, I think so. It, it's just ridiculous to me. Is that nobody deserves a 10-part documentary on one person. A team. I could get it. I could wrap my head around doing a dynasty of a certain team, but not one player. Well, everybody's into this whole documentary thing anyway. And I mean, what are we all doing while we're while we're stuck at home? We're all ingesting media. We're all all taking it in. So there could be a couple people out there that are like, man, I, I don't think I could just do a 30 for 30 on uh, on MJ. So why not just make it super long? 
But at the same time, a 10-part documentary is is what, 10 hours? Five ten hours, hours if they're all half hour a pop? So would you watch a 10-hour movie about MJ? Or would you rather watch uh, Space Jam five times? I'm watching Space Jam five times. I watched Space Jam with my cousins a couple of weeks ago. I enjoyed every second of it. It's a great movie to watch with kids. However, let's get back to what we're talking about here. The 10-hour documentary, the 10-hour documentary, 10-part documentary. Who is going to watch every part of this documentary? More importantly, who is going to go to YouTube and upload the full 10 hours before the network takes it down? That's the question you got to ask yourself. Who is going to be the person out there who records all 10 parts, puts them all together, and then releases it outright before the four-letter network has the opportunity to? It happens all the time. There will be a certain program that was supposed to be exclusive, supposed to be not to the public free. But there will be a genius out there, a visionary, who records it, uploads it to YouTube, uploads it to Daily Motion, and you get to watch it for free. Whoever that person is, in future notice, thank you. Because it's going to happen. However, I want to ask you, how many parts would you watch? Be, be honest. Realistically, for the whole 10-part documentary, are you going to watch one, maybe two, just to see what's going on? Or are you going to be one of those people who watches every single one? Because I might watch one or two. To be honest, I might watch one or two of the segments to see what the type of content is. Is it good? Is the cinematography great? Is the interviews superb? Are they going to use replay footage from the old games? That That is the intrigue that I have. But your host, Rocco Kelly here, is not going to watch all 10 parts. And I highly recommend to all of you, don't watch all 10 parts. Unless you have absolutely nothing to do, don't watch all 10 parts. Do you, like, do well, you what think are you we're do? not... Do you think we're not the target demographic for this? Do you think there are people out there that would watch all 10? I mean, especially people that are basketball starved right now. Do you think that's the reason that we're we're just not the target demographic for all 10 episodes? Of course we're the demographic. That's why they're releasing it now. It's not just because ESPN, yeah, use their name again. Just because they are starved for content, they're going to rush this out because they moved the release date early. We're talking about the 10-part documentary that's going to be released by Mike, for Michael Jordan. No, what's happening is that, yes, the audience is starved for sports, but the network is starving for content. They are bored out of their minds right now. They are talking about the same five topics because they don't know what to do. There's nothing going on right now. I mean, heck, Wimbledon just got canceled. Champion League soccer out there in Europe just got canceled. 
everything is being closed down around that network. So they're releasing this 10-part documentary because they need something to fill the gap. That's why they're doing this. Yeah, and as, Part as of it, Mike comes right. in and says over half of the documentary will be replays, essentially once the, the second episode of the documentary fires off, it will be previously on the Michael Jordan uh, the Michael Jordan documentary, and then they'll just play 15 minutes of the last episode. But the other thing is, if you're going to spend 10 hours learning about uh, about MJ, why not spend half of that time just watching a couple games? You can go on there and find a couple classic games to watch. Yeah, exactly. I mean, look, if there are people out there who will watch a... 15-hour-long video on YouTube of Johnny eating a pea on a cartoon, somebody will watch this 10-hour documentary. That's the moral of this. Somebody will. This is the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. Be back after this. Las Vegas' first official arts, culture, and tourist station. Magic 97.9. Hello. Is it me you're looking for? T-Mobile. A call or click away keeps you in play night and day. Are you with us? You know just what to say And you know just what to do Hi, this is Paul. And this is Dean from The Paul and Dean Show. Listen to The Paul and Dean Show live every Saturday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Right here on KIOF LP 97.9 FM. Las Vegas Public Radio, broadcasting around the corner from the Fremont Street Experience in fabulous downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. Hi, I'm Aaron Clements, inviting you to ride with the CNC Auto Show. Co-host John Ryan Mooney and I are two real-life, in-the-shop, ASC-certified technicians that ride with you each week and answer automotive questions, share tips, and have some fun as we ride. Our goal is to give you information on ways to make your car, truck, or SUV safer, more dependable, and to make it last longer for less money. The CNC Auto Show cranks up on Saturdays from 8 a.m. till 10 a.m. We'll meet you right here at Magic 97.9 FM KIOF Las Vegas. Hi everyone, I'm Craig Orndorff. On the next Seems Like Old Times, a little something different. We're going to suspend the countdown portion of the show this weekend and have two themes. In the first hour, April... At General Motors, we make more than electric vehicles. We're helping to make the world a safer, more inclusive place for all. As the first automaker to support the Equality Act, General Motors celebrates and embraces diversity every day, especially during Pride Month. Which is why we're proud to team up with iHeartRadio to support Can't Cancel Pride and the LGBTQ plus community. Because everybody in means everybody. Learn more at GM.com. Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtry air filters today at Filtry.com. Let's clear the air. Songs, and then in hour number two, a second go around with lady songs. April Ladies. 
Seems like old times can be heard each Sunday night from 8 to 10 p.m. right here on Magic 97.9 FM, KIOF, Las Vegas. Welcome back to The Sports Angle with your host, Rocco Kelly. Join the conversation at any time on Twitter at The Sports Angle or follow Rocco at Rocco Kelly, Rocco Kelly Radio. And of course, on Facebook, The Sports Angle Radio. And now... A man who's world famous in certain parts of the country, Rocco Kelly. Rocco Kelly here, the host of The Sports Angle. Last segment, we were going over the Michael Jordan documentary, the 10-part documentary that a certain network is going over. However, let's not gloss over the fact that they're doing this on one, doing it on what should really be the main focus here. The player itself is good and all, but the Bulls team in its entirety, more interesting to know about than just one player. If anybody who has watched this, then you'll know what I'm talking about. There is a documentary. It's about a 45-minute documentary. You can find it on YouTube. Where and there was a person who went through the entire Bulls roster during Michael Jordan's dynasty, during the six championship. This guy dissected. He went through every member and explained their usage, why they were on the roster to begin with. Really interesting. You should go and watch that documentary. The name it is lost in my brain right now. If I remember it, I will say it. However, that Bulls team deserves more recognition and more credit. You have Scottie Pippen, who, by most people's count, is considered one of the best wingmen, one of the best sidekicks in NBA history. If you need a number two, Scottie Pippen could be your guy. Now, not going to go with his Portland Trailblazers era because that would just be a silly discussion. No. His tenure with the Chicago Bulls, he was one of the best players in the NBA. Pippen and Jordan were the one-two, the Batman and Robin of NBA. And here on the Sports Center, I've discussed how if you have a superstar, if you have a Batman, you need a Robin. You need a sidekick, a reliable sidekick, for your superstar. The Bulls did it with Pippen and to Michael Jordan. They did it right. Got to give a lot of credit to the Bulls there for doing that. They also traded for Scottie Pippen on draft night. Just keep that in mind. Well, I would have much what? rather seen a 10-part series of maybe MJ's Bulls. You know what I mean? Go through that. Right. And I think that's what this is going to end up being. It's going to end up being a 10-part series on 
MJ and how the Bulls helped him and everything else and and maybe his life or anything anything that comes along with it. But I think it would have been better to just say Michael Jordan's Bulls or or say the championship Bulls or something like that. Make I would you 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 hit on it in the last segment about uh, it should be more of about a team. A 10-part series is more about a team than it is about an individual player. Because the other thing is this sets a precedent of now are we going to have to have a 10-part series about uh, James? Is that what we're going to have to have now? And I'll tell you what, I will gladly watch the MJ one above watching all this stuff about James. Your host, Rocco Kelly, he's going to say it first. And for everybody who's listening in the back, turn up the radio. Five years from now, there's going to be a 10-part documentary about LeBron James. It is a guarantee that it's going to happen five years down the line or seven years down the line. It is an absolute guarantee. Back to Michael Jordan, however. If it's about the Bulls, if it's false advertising, which, by the way, advertising is that it's just Michael Jordan. It's just the legacy of Michael Jordan what the entire advertising has been for this documentary, if they pull a trick, if they pull a fast one, and it is an actual documentary about the Bulls, and it involves the players that were there, I will resyndicate what I just said in the last segment. But you know deep down that I am right, that Michael Jordan is going to be about him. It's not going to be about Scottie Pippen. It's not going to be about Ron Harper, who was one of the best defensive guards in the NBA at the time. Very solid defender. As a matter of fact, most people don't know this, the reason why Michael Jordan wanted Harper on the team is because of his defensive capabilities. He wanted Harper on the team, not the other way around. Okay, Harper didn't just join out of nowhere and Jordan went, oh, I got to deal with this guy. No. Harper was was brought in. Another guy who was brought in. And this guy is more notorious and more infamous than Ron Harper. But Dennis Rodman was brought in because of his physicality. He was brought in because of his rebounding ability. Yes, he could get under people's skin. He always did. However, he was a very good basketball player on the court. When his mind was on the right objective, Dennis Rodman was a good player in the NBA. Let's be honest, though. Most of you don't care about that. You only remember Dennis Rodman for all the tattoos, for all the piercings, and for the red, pink, purple, green, all the different hairdos he did when he was with the Chicago Bulls. Right? But is that what you remember? Like, if you ask about Dennis Rodman, that will be the first thing that pops in your head. is all the weird combinations of hairstyles that he did. And that he looked like a walking pincushion with all the piercings and all the tattoos and everything that was on him. Come on. That, that, that's what you remember. However, you had Bill Wennington, who is in a lot of those um, highlight packages, there was Horace Grant during that first trio of when they were winning those championships. Very solid big man. 
went to the Orlando Magic, went to the Los Angeles Lakers later in his career, but he was with the Bulls at the beginning. Tony Kukoc, who one of the solid shooters of the NBA at the time. He came over, he was from overseas, he gets brought into the NBA, very solid guy to have in the Chicago Bulls organization. Another underrated guy that most people don't talk about. You're getting to the point that I'm telling you here. I've been repeating it to you for the past five minutes. We're talking about the 80s and 90s Bulls, but more importantly, we're talking about those six championship runs and who were on the Bulls at the time. The guys who should be getting recognition during this documentary. If they do, I will resyndicate and I will retract everything I'm saying. But you know deep down I am right. They're going to focus on Michael Jordan, and that's it. They might do, every once in a while, a segue to one of his players. Most likely Scottie Pippen. That's all they care about is you know Scottie Pippen and Dennis Rodman. But they're not going to focus on the main people that were on that team. It's a matter of fact that with Chicago, with the Bulls back in the 90s, they were one of the solid dynasties of the NBA. You had the Celtics, had the Lakers, had the Bulls, and then you had the Lakers again, Warriors in this decade, Dynasties have solid rosters. They originally start with a very good bench. Then the bench gets depleted, and they bring in more star-studded players at the top. That is how a dynasty works. And for anybody who remembers this, how dynasties end is essentially those star-studded players are going to fall apart. There's going to be tension. There's going to be a snap in between that chemistry. Steve Kerr, a name that most people don't know outside of being the Warriors head coach. Well, newsflash, he was also on that Bulls team as well. One of the best three-point shooters back in the 90s. Compare him to the modern era, and that'd be a discussion for a time, the 90s versus the modern era three-point shooters. But at the time during that run, Steve Kerr was reliable. He was a dependable person. And that is the angle, and that's the point that we're getting to here. Is that that 10-part documentary on Michael Jordan, it's not going to show the Bulls team for what it was. Solid, dependable, and reliable. That is the roster in a nutshell. You had also a legendary coach in Phil Jackson as well, who had to maintain and handle all those egos. That was his main job there was to make sure the egos stayed in check. And he did all of that with Jordan, with Pippen, with Rodman. You have multiple superstars. You're not going to hire a head coach if he cannot maintain a locker room. A coach that will not be able to get his players to listen to him. Many times in the past, and LeBron James, that he's had a coach who's been a puppet. A coach who has been there just to be a face. LeBron does everything. The coach is just there to be a pretty face.
Is it the sports angle? Post Rock Kelly, check after this. Las Vegas Public Radio Station, KIOF 97.9 FM, is an official radio station for emergency information in Las Vegas. During an actual emergency, tune your radio to KIOF 97.9 FM for official up-to-the-minute information from the city of Las Vegas. Join the Sports Angle Monday through Friday on KIOF 97.9 Las Vegas Public Radio.org every night at 6 p.m. Join the conversation at AMP TV, AAMP.TV, or follow the show on Twitter at The Sports Angle and TheSportsAngle.com on KIOF 97.9 Las Vegas Public Radio Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Hello, is it me you're looking for? T-Mobile. A call or click away keeps you in play night and day. Are you with us? My arms are open wide. Cause you know just what to say. And you know just what to do. Hi, this is Paul. And this is Dean. From the Paul and Dean Show, listen to the Paul and Dean Show live every Saturday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Right here on KIOF LP 97.9 FM. Las Vegas Public Radio, broadcasting around the corner from the Fremont Street Experience. In fabulous downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. Hi, I'm Aaron Clements, inviting you to ride with the CNC Auto Show. Co-host John Ryan Mooney and I are two real-life, in-the-shop ASC-certified technicians that ride with you each week and answer automotive questions, share tips, and have some fun as we ride. Our goal is to give you information on ways to make your car, truck, or SUV safer, more dependable, and to make it last longer for less money. The CNC Auto Show cranks up on Saturdays from 8 a.m. till 10 a.m. We'll meet you right here at Magic 97.9 FM KIOF Las Vegas. Hi everyone, I'm Craig Orndorff. On the next Seems Like Old Times, a little something different. We're going to suspend the countdown portion of the show this weekend and have two themes. In the first hour, April songs. And then in hour number two, a second go around with lady songs. April ladies. Seems Like Old Times can be heard each Sunday night from 8 to 10 p.m. Right here on Magic 97.9 FM, KIOF, Las Vegas. Sports The Two Listening Your on KIOF 97.9 Las Vegas Public Radio.org and WIRB Talk 1490. And now, here's your host, 
Rocco Kelly. The documentary that I brought up in the last segment, that if I found it, I was going to tell you about it. It's a 54-minute documentary, and it's called The Chicago Bulls, The Unstoppables NBA Documentary. It's by Athlete Sports. Very good documentary. Highly recommend you go and watch it. Yes, it's about 54 minutes long, but it's going to be way better and way more detailed than this 10-part documentary, which is going to be about one guy. A lot of credit to that one. Now, in sports and in basketball in general, there are iconic moments. There are, and so happen to be, certain time periods where there will be a picture taken, a video recorded that will be forever in history. Back in 1993, there was a game between the North Carolina Tar Heels and the Michigan Wolverines, but this game is known for one move, one still frame, an image that has lasted the test of time, and it is Chris Webber trying to call a timeout with no timeouts remaining. The TV announcers were yelling at the top of their lungs that there were no timeouts remaining. His coaches were yelling at him to not call a timeout. And even the players on his own team were yelling at him to throw the ball because they knew what he was about to do and the outcome was going to be. But that image had a big effect on not just the Fab Five, which I'll get into later, but Chris Webber's career. Let me explain why. Chris Webber, in the 1990s, was one of the best players in college basketball. He had the name recognition. He was on the posters, billboards, programs, trading cards. Even on video games, he was the one that you knew. After that still image and after that incident took place, where he started calling timeouts with no timeouts remaining. His career was good. His career was good. However, his entire legacy will always be known with that one incident. It will not be that he was the number one overall pick and that he got traded for Penny Hardaway and went to an opposite team. It's not that he played for the Golden State Warriors the Detroit Pistons, the Sacramento Kings. It is not that he was on that iconic Sacramento Kings team with a Mike Bibby that almost beat the unstoppable Los Angeles Lakers in the Western Conference Finals. Nobody remembers all of that. And if you do, you're a historian or you were there during that period and you paid attention. However, the people that remember Chris Webber if you go up to the street and you ask a basketball fan about Chris Webber, nine times out of ten, they are going to tell you, oh, the, the timeout. Oh, the no timeout game. It is a moment that made his legacy for the wrong reasons. 
because he was a very solid player in his decade plus in the NBA. And continue with the Fab Five. The roster, the band of the band of players that were with him. You had Jalen Rose, who I'm gonna give credit to Jalen Rose. I know he's an analyst on that network. However, you gotta understand that Jalen Rose had a very solid and a very consistent career in the NBA. He played for the Chicago Bulls, the Indiana Pacers, the Denver Nuggets. Okay, he was a Solid guy who played a decade. However, most people only know him for being in the Fab Five, right? Same with Chris Webber. He's a very solid and productive career, but most people only know him for a no timeout game. The question that you have to ask yourself is this. Jimmy King... He also played in the NBA. It wasn't for as long as Rose and as long as Weber did. He was part of that Fab Five as well, okay? He played for maybe four seasons, but he will always be remembered for the Fab Five. You need to ask yourself, with Chris Weber, with Jalen Rose, Jawan Howard, Jimmy King, they will always be remembered, and they will always be recognized at University of Michigan. However, was their legacy tarnished because of one game? Did the fact that they had that one moment in time in 1993 against North Carolina, does that the reason why in the NBA it seems like it, they never got over that, that they never became the solidified, dominant group that they were supposed to be, okay? They were supposed to be the top of the world coming into the NBA after going to University of Michigan. And like I mentioned before, they had solid careers. Howard did, Rose did, and Weber did. The other two, they played for a little bit, and that was it. However, it was a shame that happened to them back in 1993 because it affected them in a negative way. Asking you, do you believe that that moment, that no timeout game, is one of the reasons why their careers halted almost as immediately as they began? That the legacy in the moment of one of the most historic and iconic moments in college basketball history is the reason why their careers were either not taken seriously in the NBA or it seemed like their career plateaued. Could it be a mental thing? That's another question about this. Was it a mental aspect of it? That because of what happened in that game, they could not mentally get over it. You think that could be it as well? Well, there was a lot of mental with that, so you're right. Right. And it, it's just an aspect that you ought to understand. Because with the iconic moments in college basketball history, everyone knows some of the most iconic moments. UNLV beating Duke and winning a national championship. That was iconic. Christian Leitner hitting that shot with .001 seconds left on the clock to win against Kentucky. That was iconic. 
Some of the greatest moments in college basketball history happened on success. However, out of the 10 greatest moments in college basketball history, only two of them were caused by failure. And one of them was, unfortunately, the no-timeout game with Chris Webber. And I believe it affected him mentally. That mentally and emotionally, it caused the Fab Five, it caused Chris Webber to not have the careers they were at one point destined to have. And look, I'm not going to say that Chris Webber didn't have a good career. He was an all-star. He was even an all-NBA at one point. Okay, very solid with the Detroit Pistons and the Golden State Warriors. He had that run there. However, it's just a shame that that is the moment that most people remember him for. And like the people who are saying on AMP TV, absolutely. You have to understand that with Chris Webber, Jalen Rose, Jawan Howard, Jimmy King, and Ray Jackson, their legacy will always be remembered with that one game because they are one of the only one of the only two games that are in the top 10 moments of college basketball history that was negative i mentioned earlier the christian leitner shot unlv beating duke and going and winning the national championship that was iconic the performance that carmel anthony had with syracuse during the march madness tournament up in 2003 those are all iconic moments in college basketball history, but only two of them are negative. And unfortunately for Michigan, and unfortunately for Chris Weber, he was one of them. Lives should be in the should be defined over time, not just in moments. I agree, but a moment can cause your life to have a long-standing effect. That is the worst part about it is that unfortunately your career could be put to a dead stop because of a certain moment, because of a frame, because of a picture. I mean, Byron Russell will always be remembered for being the guy that Michael Jordan shot over to win the NBA Finals, okay? Byron was a very good guard, very good with the Utah Jazz. But most people will never remember that because they remember him being the guy that was covering MJ and he made that shot to win them the NBA Finals. It is a bad thing, but unfortunately, in moments, there has to be somebody that has to look bad. Okay? There has to be somebody who is going to take the blame and is going to have their career affected by it. There is a success story, and then there's failure. There is championships, and then there is second place. Auto racing, hockey, football, basketball, baseball, you name it, any sport that is competitive, there is going to be an image or a video recorded that's going to affect somebody. And unfortunately, one of the most iconic moments in college basketball, one of the top five of all time, had to do and had to affect a career like it did with Chris Webber. Unfortunately, with May Madness looking very slim at this point, we might not get another iconic moment in March Madness. An iconic moment in college basketball history 
will not happen or has a very slim chance of happening because of the pandemic that's going on right now. It's a shame. Your host, Rocco Kelly, was looking forward to May Madness. It was going to be trademarked. It was going to be put throughout the entire world out there in New Orleans. Having March Madness played in May. These teams who had dropped out, they were going to get replaced by somebody else. It was going to be perfect. But it's looking slimmer and dimmer by the day. And that's the sports angle. You know, you got to focus on the positives. Yes, there's negatives, but the positives is what you got to look at and what you need to focus on in the future. Your host, Rocco Kelly. Your host, Rocco Kelly. Thanks for showing up to help me out. So long. See you next time. Vegas's first official arts, culture, and tourist station. Magic 97.9. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov slash COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Hello. Is it me you're looking for? T-Mobile. A call or click away keeps you in play. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. <sighs> The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal.